So we are back. Um, it's been a while. June, hasn't it? Yeah, it's, it's been a real while. But a lot's happened. Um, we haven't just kind of gone missing in action. There's been a lot of stuff that's gone on that has, has stopped us from doing the podcast and stuff. But we're back. Um, we've got an episode that talks about a lot of controversy. There's a lot of controversy that's gone on in recent months. Everything's just hit the fan with Dave Chappelle's new special, really. Yeah, he's, he's not in people's good books at the moment. Um, so for those who don't know, Dave Chappelle is a comedian and he's done a Netflix special um, oh, called The Closer. A, a black comedian. Yeah, he's a black comedian who's done a Netflix special called The Closer. And essentially, the backlash of this special is that people at Netflix and other like actors, comedians, people in the public eye have kind of boycotted that special. And apparently people from Netflix have walked out. Yeah, they're going to uh, leave Netflix due to his comments yeah, because he, he, he made a few comments in the special that um, speak about gay people, trans people. Um, you know, he's a comedian. He says a lot of things that are satire and he says a lot of things that might not be the most PC. But he's a comedian at the end of the day, so he, he's not saying it from a place of... I don't think he's saying it from a place of malice. I think he's saying it from a place of, well, this is comedy. It's going to make people laugh. The thing is, with all comedy, it's basically getting a mirror and looking at society and, like, this is how we actually view and live things. Mm. Like, it was actually a very good special. It's just some people are getting too uh, tender with it. Like, it, it. He even makes a joke about it during his special. Yeah, he, he, he it, makes a joke about And it. the reaction is literally how his joke was. <laughs> so I don't know what you want me to do about that. He, he, says, uh, he says a comment that's like, he doesn't care if you are gay, straight, trans, bisexual, anything. Um, he was like, I miss the old school gays. Yeah, he basically says, like, he hates, he, he, he's happy with everyone. The only thing he has a problem with is white people. <laughs> 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 and no one's mentioning that. That's the only thing, no one's mentioning that. No one cares that he says, I hate white people. They're just clinging on to the fact that he was like, he said that we've got trans people. Yeah. Ah. But so basically, in the, in the podcast, he basically he misses the old school guys because he feels like they've, his words not mine, worked for it. But the rights, because obviously, back when he was growing up, like, it must have been like, you weren't really allowed to be gay, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, nothing like it is today, even though today's still bad, but back then would have been way worse. Yeah. And he's like saying, I miss the old school guys because guys today... Are very sensitive. Uh, like the LGBTQ community is too sensitive for his kind of generation slash c- c- comedy. Yeah. And which, with the backlash that he's received, <laughs> it, you know, he, he, he kind of, yeah, he, he, he kind of basically said on the, on the special that he was like, the people in the community nowadays are very, very sensitive, and I always try to pick apart different things and, you know, find fault with this and find fault with this and find fault yeah. with this. And I, you know, to an extent, it's like, if there is something that is said that requires the fault to be found in it, fine. But if someone's just making a joke, 
I, I don't think that it should be as scrutinised as other things. The thing is, you've watched it, I've watched it. During the whole special, when he refers to anyone transgender or anything like that, he, and that, he gives them the pronouns they want. Yeah. He, every she and she, his best friend, he makes a joke at the end, so one of his best friends will discuss it more because obviously that's one of the main talking points for the transgender mm. argument in his special. He's like, he says he can't wait to meet the daughter of his best friend who's transgender that k- killed herself and say, your dad was the best woman I knew. And when you watch that at the end, you're like, whoa, that's very deep because that's how he leaves it, which is just... Uh, and then people are saying it's transphobic when really... But it's not transphobic because if you think... So, Caitlyn Jenner, for example, obviously, before she transitioned, was Bruce Jenner. But I think... I think that um, Kendall and Kylie still call Caitlyn Jenner dad, even though she's a woman. Yeah. I think they still call Caitlyn Jenner dad. So Dave Chappelle saying to this person's daughter, um, "Your dad was the best woman," and mm-hmm. maybe the daughter only ever knew that person as dad. Yeah. So totally. maybe saying to the daughter, "Actually, your dad was the best woman I knew," doesn't confuse them that much because although they are woman and you know they. I, they identify as wow. female. Yeah. You know, they... The daughter probably knew that person as dad. Yeah. So I don't think that's transphobic at all. No, I think that part was just him acknowledging that he... he it's, it has to... People have to accept it. That's, he's showing a light on the issue and basically saying people just need to accept it because it's just who you are. But also, I think for Dave Chappelle as well, if, if he knew that woman before she transitioned, then I guess for Dave, it's, it's going to be a bit like... He never met Okay, never I, I never knew this woman. As a man. I knew this person who identified as a man or who... Oh, you never knew her then. You only knew her after... Right, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right, okay. Um, but I, I don't think his comment was transphobic because, as I say, some kids think, okay. with trans parents might still refer to them as... Here we are. Do you think any of it was transphobic? I don't. I don't think anything that's transphobic. Do you think anything was bad about the LGBTQ community at all? No, because he started off the special by saying, let me just first of all say this, I don't, I don't hate anyone within that community, I respect the, the community. He did say at one point he was jealous because the LGBTQIA plus movement has done really, really well so and you know, has soared so much and it's brilliant, but you know, black people are still fighting for rights and the black rights movement yeah. and stuff isn't going as, you know, as smoothly as that. So he's slightly jealous because he's like, well, actually, I'm watching this movement go really well, where this movement that's been fought for about the same yeah. amount of time, maybe longer, isn't going as well. So he's a bit like, you know, I'd like that to be going as well as this, but he hasn't ever said anything that was like, I hate gays. The Just only thing I reckon out of the whole special I was thinking about it is when he says, I come here to negotiate the baby's release. Because obviously he made a... Yeah, the baby made like a lot of homophobic comments. At the festival, wasn't it? I think so. And yeah, Dave Chappelle came on and was like, I'm here to negotiate the baby's release. <laughs> Which is funny because obviously it's not going to happen. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. He knew it's not going to happen. He knows it's not something that is up for negotiation, but yeah. he's just, it's a comedy show. He's got to make some material somewhere. The thing is, he made, everyone's too sensitive now. That's the issue. Like, the, the, the issue is, is like, say, for example, people don't understand the LGBT community. When they ask questions about it, 
you take offence, not you, but I'm saying some people yeah. always go to the defensive. When yeah. we just, some people don't know a thing. Well, that's the thing. So when I came out to my dad, um, he said to me, he was like, listen, there are going to be some things that I might say or I might ask. I'm not saying them because I'm being, just, like, I'm not discriminating against you. It's just I don't know many gay people. So yeah. there are things that I don't know that I, I will need to know and try and understand. If I say something that is like a slur, tell me. If I refer to something that is, you know, not that PC, tell me. So these people aren't being rude for the sake of being rude. They, they just haven't been educated to the point that they need to be at. And so they're asking the questions. So could you argue about the, you know, you'll, you'll go more into it, the comment that Dave Chappelle said to the person in the restaurant. Would you say if you, someone called you that, that obviously they don't know you're homosexual. If they said that to you, would you take offence to it? Um, no, because I call people that. Okay. And I find it funny. Like, would so, you like to yeah, explain? Yeah, essentially, Dave Chappelle was in a restaurant with his wife. And he, there was a bit of an altercation with... During COVID. Yeah, during COVID. So a woman came over to the table and had no mask and was kind of like breathing quite heavily. Hi, you know, how? Hi, how you doing? All that kind of stuff. And he, he was obviously very visibly like, whoa, okay, come on. And a guy from another table started recording. And Dave Chappelle was like, oh, you know, a lot of these people will do things Who's and they get their phones out. And because they're famous, they can try and see what they're going to say. If you record them, they're going to go crazy and stuff. And, he, you know, he did, he did you know, kind of go bite. a little bit crazy. He did, he did bite. Um, and he, he proceeded to call this person a bitch-ass. Um, N-word. Uh, yeah, bitch-ass N-word. Um, and this person then reacted like, oh my God, you can't say that. And when he did this, Dave Chappelle saw that his nails were painted, so assumed that this person was gay. Which, to be fair, I think that, that's one thing you could say, knock, knock him down on, because it could just be a guy who just likes to... Yeah, you know, because straight men can paint their nails, you know, yeah. anyone can paint their nails. That's, that's the only downfall, I think, yeah. the whole special is that it's, it's not just gay men that paint their nails, yeah. you know? So he did assume this person was gay. <clears throat> and so Dave Chappelle calls everyone that. He even said it in special, he's like, I call everyone that. So it's not the fact that this guy was gay. We don't know if he was gay or not, but it's not just the fact that this guy was gay that he said that, but that's what the guy thought. You and, think, you know, yeah. the guy t- stood up and, and looked, like, quite menacing and six all that kind of stuff. apparently. Yeah, six foot something and quite a, a big, beefy guy. And this person then proceeded to phone the police. And so Dejpa was like, what? And the quote that he said was that... Gay people are minorities until they have to be white again. Which, you know, kind of makes sense. Because being gay is, you know, you're a minority and white people are the majority. So, you know, I guess, I guess the comment he made was... He kind of, it, yeah, yeah. It's, it's showing a spot on it. It's like, you, you want to be, for example, equal. But then as soon as something doesn't go in your favour, you try, you're playing... All of a sudden that equality is... You know, yeah, well, I want, I want this, I want yeah. to be superior to you. You play the Trump card that I can't really argue against, you know? Yeah. And obviously, with Dave's probably being a black man and also very famous, the police, nine times out of ten, not just because he's black, because he's famous, they're going to blow, you need to like, leave, you know, can't Yeah. But, so, the thing is though, Dave Chappelle, this is what I don't get. Dave Chappelle literally says, I, I don't mind anyone, gay, straight, black, transgender, anything. I just hate white people. <laughs> And no one cares about that. <laughs> no one gives a fuck. <laughs> like, I can't read it. She says, I don't like white people. Because that's his only, that's it. only issue he has with people, white people. Yeah. I don't blame him. 
I'm saying nothing. I'm saying nothing. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it's not meant to be deep thinking or... He's, he's a homophobic hat. Does, does he actually hate white people? No, he doesn't. Also, it's, it's comedy. This is the thing, you know. It, it might not be to everyone's taste. It yeah. might not... Not everyone is going to like that kind of comedy. And I get that. Some people jokes. are going to hear that and think, ooh, that was a bit, yeah. that was a bit bad. But it's comedy. He's not... It, I think it's different if it's like in an interview. Yeah. If he was doing an interview and said something like that, and, and it came across as transphobic. It seems different because that's an interview where it's in like it's a, a real life setting. Yeah, a different environment. It's a different... And plus, you, you, yeah. I mean, for example, like, I went to go and watch Jimmy Carr a couple of weeks ago at the Hippodrome. Yeah. He did a live show. And he, he makes a lot of like, bad jokes, especially in his, in his comedy shows. Yeah. But he's not been cancelled. He makes a lot of these jokes. Maybe he doesn't say them in the same way or maybe he, he doesn't... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there is something different about the way they deliver the jokes. But if Jimmy Carr were to make the same kind of jokes that Dave Chappelle made, he wouldn't be cancelled. They'd just be like, oh, it's Jimmy Carr. He's just yeah. being funny. I, I, don't, I don't understand why it's okay for Jimmy Carr to make these kind of jokes and stuff like that. But then when Dave Chappelle makes these kind of jokes, yeah. all See, of a sudden there's uproar. I can't really talk about how LGBT community uh, perceive things said by Dave Chappelle. Because obviously I'm a straight white guy. Like, I've never had really any... Think I stopped me from doing anything, really? Yeah. Well, it seems to me our faith value, and even when you try to deep the situation, is that when he does speak about it, he's respecting everyone he's talking about. So you can't lock him there. He makes one assumption, which was a correct assumption. So it just seems to me that they, like he said, he misses the old school gays because they have obviously had to work hard, but like. Mind of King, that kind of generation have had the yeah. work for it, have to push forward, force. Yeah, because he even change. mentions in it, he even mentioned in the comedy special about the gays who like were at Stonewall. Pop so, pioneers, yeah. Yeah, the pioneers of the gay like movement and everything like that. He misses those kind of people because they've fought for their rights. Some of them were, you know, hurt and jailed and all this kind of stuff, fighting for their rights. And it feels like, well, the rights have been fought for now, so. You know what? Yeah. <coughs> to this day, it's now BLM and the LGBT community. They need to be work. Not they're not working together. You know what I'm saying? But we all need to work as one to make sure that everyone's just treated. The same. It's not yeah. that hard. When so you, that everyone's treated the same. When you really think about it, look genuinely. What does it matter? The colour of your skin or what you want to do when you get home? Yeah. Want to go home to a man, woman, unicorn? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. I'd like, love to go home to a unicorn. That'd be pretty you know cool. Saying, it does not matter because at the end of the day, as long as you. Uh, as long as you're a good person, it doesn't fucking matter what you do. A functioning member of society. Don't care what you do in your, your spare time. Exactly. But, you know. Like, I make jokes all the time that I'm very bad. Not on here, but, you know, I've made a few jokes before, got me in fights, you know, and that one. But the, the most recent one is obviously the most recent joke I made is about the spiking epidemic in the UK. Because obviously it's Halloween season, I have a sister. So I said to her, she, she went out, and I think, what, what happened to her? Oh my God, what happened to her? She went out. She went out. Send you a text, what happened? Oh, no. So she went out and got groped. And I said, as a joke, very dark joke, but it's more humour, at least she didn't get jabbed. Because obviously people get jabbed. And she took massive offence to it, but I was like, that was just a joke. Like, I obviously know it's t- terrible. Like, yeah. it's, it's, the thing is, 71% of... Uh, people that get spiked are women. And, like, it can happen 
as much as in a like a house party than it is does in a club. Like, yeah. And the thing is, what doesn't make sense to me though is I've gone out. They they search as a, as a lad. They search you so much in your wallet, your pockets, and stuff. So how are they getting in? But I also don't think they do. Like, not everywhere. I think maybe some clubs, they, like, for example, if you go to, like, Prism or something, they've got the metal detectors and everything like yeah. that. But there are some clubs that literally will just look at your ID and let you in. Really? Yeah, yeah, There are some clubs that just look, look at your ID and let you in. But it's like, I think what people want, and, they, you know, there's been petitions everywhere and there's been people, like, boycotting nightclubs and things like that. I think what people want is they want every nightclub to do a thorough search, a thorough investigation into everything. Because I know a lot of places will check... Girls' bags yeah. all the time, but it's like okay, that's fine checking her bag, but then also check the lads, make sure that they've also been checked and stuff. I just don't, I, 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 everywhere I've gone out, bar like say snobs, they do a little pat down, but stuff is. But I'm thinking, what, what, how do you have such bad game that you have to go out and inject a girl with some magical substance that doesn't even actually guarantee you anything? Yeah. It just puts mad stress on the girl. I think there's... Isn't there various things that get, like, a... Yeah, so they can... So, obviously, these needles, not all of them are going to be clean. So, these can also transfer things like HIV or AIDS, hepatitis, hepatitis B, hepatitis C. All of it. So, the people that are going out to try and drug these girls by injecting them aren't realising that, actually, what they're doing is going to have a, a lot more long-standing effect on them. Because if they were to jab that girl, fine, OK, they've, they've injected her with yeah. the date rape job, whatever it is. But then it's like, okay, it's so... Not, it's, the thing is, that's another thing. It's not a date rape drug. There was a girl, I don't know if you've seen it in the news, but um, she was date rape drugged, and they found out it was just like MDMA, ketamine, a mix of stuff in just like, like a liquid. So it's not even fucking... But this is the thing, okay, let, let's say you do that for one night of your own pleasure, but you've then subjected that person that you've injected to a lifetime full of trauma. different... Tra- trauma, because she's been spiked and, you know, had PTSD. all these happened stuff. But then also, let's say you injected her with something and she contracted AIDS or contracted hepatitis or something like that. So, so you're telling me that it's worth it. You're going to have one night of, you know, oh, yeah, look at me, boys. I've, I've just done this. And you've subjected that girl to all of this trauma. I, For just, what? I just don't understand like, how... What guy goes out there yeah, with his boys thinking, oh, yeah, I'm going to get this burnt. And just, I don't know. I don't understand it because... I, I don't like. Uh, I'm not a straight I'm, I'm not. I'm not really a laddie lad, so I don't. I don't understand. You know, I understand that. Yes, it's it's nice to pull in the club. It's nice to. You no, know. it's not. It's low key grim. <laughs> it, well, yeah. It Think is about a bit. it. Like when you deep it, yeah. For everyone, when you go to a club and you pull a stranger, you just meant to say I'm fucking on Tinder or something. Like, Tinder's different because if you're on a date and that's kind of okay. But if you go to the club and you met a girl for like two hours and you're like, ah. Oh, and you've danced with them and you've spoken yeah. to them you kiss for two hours. That's grim, man. Yeah, because you don't really know that person, so it's a bit like... The breath could stink and the alcohol's <laughs> hiding it, you know what I'm saying? It could be dirty, you don't know. But, you know, I, I know that some people like to go out to, to clubs and bars and stuff, and I think it gives some people a sense of bravado. It's like, oh, yeah, well, I pulled, so that means that I, yeah. you know, I'm the top of my game, I look good, this, that, and the other. And obviously, you see the thing, though, yeah? Uh... Uni students, especially, they have a fucking chart about like, oh, uh, yeah. One point is a kiss, two is like, hand shit, three is, I don't know, so, you know what I'm saying. But I'm like, what the f- you're making a game out of like, being a slag? See, I think. That goes for boys and girls, not just. Yeah, yeah. But I think, I think it's funnier, like, for example, I went on holiday once and I had a chunder chart. And that chunder chart is that like, you sense. go out, you get drunk, 
whoever got sick first goes in the chunder chat. That's funny because oh. it's like, that's you know. How it works. Well, that's how it worked for us. It was like, oh. you go on a night out and whoever hasn't been able to hack the night out, you've had a bit too much to drink, you got sick. Tacky. You go on the chunder chat. Chund. Right? No, not even a tacky chund, just the chunder. Oh no, you got to do tacky tacky if you go in long drinking sesh. No, but then you wouldn't go on the chunder chat because that don't you're, no, right. you're making yourself sick. Whereas if you oh. had too much to drink, you can't handle your drink and you've got sick, <coughs> you go on the chunder chat. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. I think those kind of things are funny because it's like, oh, who's the messiest? Who's yeah. got the most? That's fine, but I, you know, I just, I just feel like, and you know what? I, I think girls do spike lambs too. It's, it's a lot less common. I've been spiked before. Oh, yeah. So basically, long story short, I was in prison, and I hate waiting in queues. So I was on like the main. If you're from Birmingham and you're older, old gate crusher, but if you. Our age is prism. Yeah. So you know the, uh, the main floor, it's like the, the house floor, whatever the fuck it is, because you've got the curve room there, you've got the, the old party tunes. Something like that. I haven't so, been there for a while, but. So I was standing on the house floor, I was like, oh, I need a drink. So instead of waiting in the queue at the bar, because everyone's main it, I go all the way to the top of the, the, the club into the smoking area. And it's a long ass queue. And I'm like, fuck, we all want it, some lemonade, because obviously people just boil a bunch of drinks. Mm. And the guy goes to me, this is, I'm oh, pissed. Fucking stupid, man. He goes, oh, man, what do you want? I was like, oh, uh, a, lemon, a vodka lemonade. He goes, oh, I don't want it no more. I was like, why not? Oblivious. I'm like, I'm a guy. Why? You know. Yeah. But it can happen to anyone. This is the thing. Yeah, like, this, this, this is the worst thing about it. This, the, the effects. So I'm like, I can't be asked. So, oh, it's so stupid. Well, so we've written some notes for this podcast. We've come prepared. Story. Go on. So I down the, so I down the drink. Mm. I down the drink because mm-hmm. I can't be asked to hold the cup. So I'm like, I have to walk all the way down the stairs and stuff. Right? So I think, fuck it, I down the drink. I put it back in, he starts laughing. I said, Look. So I'm thinking nothing of it. Mm. So as I'm walking down the stairs, boom, don't know what's going on. I, I, I come back around and I'm standing in the corner of the club, facing like a dark corner. And I was like, what the fuck? Blackout again. Come back around, I'm dancing with my friends. Blackout again. Wake up, face down on the floor, fully clothed. Don't know how we got there. And I was like, woke up, 100 texts from everyone, had a love bite on my neck, turns out Henry gave it me. <laughs> oh, fuck me, man, I don't know what was going on. So, yeah, like, it can happen to anyone. So, you know, just, I guess I'm not the oracle of everything and I'm not, like, you know, telling people what to do. But just a bit of advice, you know, if you're on a night out, stay with your friends. If you can taste that your drink does not taste right. Do not drink it. I, I don't think it's worth it for a couple of quid. I don't doubt nothing. No. I would rather... I'd rather throw a drink away after spending £2.50 on it and buy a new one rather than go, well, I've spent money on this. I'm going to drink it. And it potentially... Ha- and also, if you're with a friend and they say to you, my drink doesn't taste right, don't then taste it for them. <laughs> Imagine that. Because... because two pounds, one cup. Two pounds, one stone. <laughs> two pounds, one cup. Oh, God. Well, that's where um, my mind is. Oh, um, but so so these are some symptoms, and Reese has mentioned some. But things like lowered inhibitions, we've got things like loss of balance, visual problems, confusion, nausea, vomiting, and then unconsciousness. So if you're with someone and you've noticed any of these symptoms that they've got, speak to a bouncer, speak to staff members in the club or the bar or whatever, and just be aware. It's the paranoia. That's the worst. One, I think from looking back on it because. You feel your body doing something different and you're like, this doesn't feel like alcohol. 
but you can't control it because you just go and it's like mm. it's bad like, it's not sufficient like yeah. I remember like, when I was seeing it's all black but turns out I was never looking in the corner so apparently my friends found me because they were like well, wandered off they found me brought me back to like the floor and I was standing on the main floor looking at like, the lights and dancing and stuff I don't remember none of it it's dangerous man yeah it's, it's proper dangerous it could but anything you know just just be safe out there people what's it like in the LGBTQ community when it comes to um, I, I mean, I've thankfully I've never been spiked in a club. Um, I, I I don't I don't know many people who have been spiked. Like when I go to Gales or something, I don't know many people who have been spiked in the clubs. That that doesn't mean to say it doesn't happen. Of course not. But I myself don't know of many people who have been spiked. Like groping. Thankfully, uh, groping again. I've been groped. I've I've been groped before in a club. That's um, what I don't get. This is what I'm saying: groping and spiking. They should be treated as the same thing because one is sexual assault and one I don't even know what you cast. But one is. leads sometimes to sexual assault because a lot yeah, of people true. that get that you know get spiked again they lose their inhibitions they they get confused and stuff they'll be taken to someone's house or whatever and then sometimes it can lead to sexual assault sometimes it leads to nothing sometimes it leads to just you know they'll wake up the next morning with a bad head or whatever but sometimes it does lead to sexual assault and. I think you're right. It should be categorised in the same way because yeah. it's like, actually, these can lead to like, it, similar things. That's what I don't get because people are just like, I'm about spiking now, which obviously is terrible and stuff. But the worst thing is groping because like, you'll be there with your friends, for example, dancing, girl, say being a girl in this instance, for your friends and that. Some sleaze, sleazy cunt comes behind you, squeeze you. What's the fucking point, man? Also, it then makes that person feel uncomfortable for the rest of the night. And I feel like they can't enjoy themselves because they're, they're kind edge. of looking around everywhere. They're like, oh, God, is that going to happen again? You know, what's going to happen now? I have a question for girls. If you this podcast. So, say if, you, say if a guy is walking past you in the club, where can he... Do, does, if you can't, like... If you're standing in the way, can he push at your lower back or middle of your back or something like that? Or does he have to push himself? Because I always struggle when I'm walking through somewhere. I guess somewhere. What, what I do, and I know it's different for me because I'm, I'm a gay man, you know, but what I would do is tap on the head and go, oh, excuse me, you know, because that's not, that's not sexual. I know it's still touching someone. Yeah, but you get your feelings hurt there because you know you do that sometimes like, no, I just want to get past you. No, but if, at that point, if they've given you that look, just be like, I need to get past, excuse me, you know. That's what I would do anyway. You say that, this what you actually just get the fuck out of my I'm going to get sick. <laughs> But um, that's 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 kind of the approach that I take. Yes. But I know everyone's got different approaches. I know diff- different people do things differently and stuff. Yeah. But for me, I feel like the most neutral way to do it is just like tap them on the shoulder. Oh, excuse me. Can I get? See, when you're pissed at, or in a rave, you got no time doing that. You know yeah, it's right? different when you're drunk because I know that people can not think about things or stuff. I know it's not an excuse, but because TikTok got yeah. help. So I was on TikTok because obviously you get loads of shit. Some girls like it when you like push them, push them back in. Some are like, oh, don't touch me. And then some, some are like, this, yeah, like you said, it's tap. Mm. I don't know which one. I, I just don't know. Just, you, it's, it's, it's a confusing word, isn't it? Because there's no one way, isn't it? That's, yeah, there's no right way to do something. And now he's, as being a straight white man as well, I'm like a night out or something. You're scared to even chat to a member of the opposite sex just because you don't want to intimidate them. Yeah. Because I'm quite, I look, I'm quite tall and I look quite moody 90% of the time. So I look intimidating anyway. And if I come up to you, excuse me, but... Uh, you know? Yeah. Oh, I don't know, man. But, yeah, the moral of this, like, the moral of, like, that kind of a story is just stay safe. Yeah, especially Halloween. Yeah, because a lot of people are going to be going out for Halloween and 
people are going to be getting very... Pe- Halloween is for people to get very drunk, right? Obviously, get drunk if you want. Have fun. Do what you need to do. But just stay safe. Please, people. And plus, obviously, you got Christmas coming up as well. New Year. All of that New Year is going to be a big one because, obviously, this is, last year we never had one. So this year's going to be a big one. So I reckon girls, please stay safe. Boys as well, but you're only 29%. Even though it's still semi-important. Yeah, you're just going to stay safe at all times. Is that the dog? Is that the dog that's opening the oh. door by the handle? <laughs> Sorry. Is that the dog? Oh, she's holding it open. My bad, then. So. I'm talking about the dog. <laughs> all the insulate Britain people. <laughs> they're butters. They're all paid actors, man. I'm telling you, they're all paid actors. I don't think they all are. You're telling me you're going to sit there, yeah? Sit there, get ink in your face and do nothing. Bullshit. No, but... When it comes to protests, people do anything. Like, people will go to the extremes when it comes to protests to make okay. sure that their point gets across. Okay. My next point is, you know for a fact if they go onto the wrong neighbourhood in London or anywhere, that ink is going to be acid. What do, you, what do you want to happen then? Do you really think people are going to feel Because no one will. Well, I, you know, there's a lot of people that uh, I saw one the other day getting tired with their own back I saw that, yeah, to the, the gate. Old... I don't feel sorry for them. You know, if, if someone's coming up to you and if you're essentially blocking a part of the road and obstructing people from doing that, like one time an ambulance couldn't get through. But I can't lie to you. If, say if I need to go to the hospital and see someone, a family member or anything, and you're in the way, you're not going to be in the way for long, I promise you. Well, this is, this is a lot of people's approach. They're like, I'm in a car. You understand that? I'm in a car. You are a human. Cars don't I, go to I, I will. Cars don't I go to A lot of people are in that kind of mentality of, I am going to win you over right now. I don't care what the repercussions are. And, you know, I saw uh, another clip the other day of a guy who I think had a job interview or something. Yeah. And he was like, well, I've lost the job interview now. I've lost the job mm. now because... The HGV. I couldn't... Like... Yeah, the HGV. He was like, I couldn't get to where I needed to be at the right time because of these people. So I've now lost this job. But what do you think about it, though? What? what the, okay. Just... They're demonstrating against, like, fucking emissions or some bollocks like that. You're stopping cars and driving, that's... That's causing more emissions? Yeah, because, you you know, and there's... I honestly think it's a fucking government employee to pass some fucking shit fucking rule to stop peaceful protests. But I, 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 um... I saw, and I think it was Good Morning Britain or something, there was one of the people that was part of the protest that was sat, you know, being interviewed. Yeah. And I think Susanna Reid was like, so is your house insulated? You're fighting for insulated Britain, is your house insulated? And the guy was like, that, well, that doesn't matter. And the other person that was like, well, it does, because you're protesting against this, you're doing all these crazy things, but your own house isn't insulated. So how, how can you sit there and protest this? It'd be like me protesting for Black Lives Matter and then going out and, and doing all this racist shit. I don't know, I'm trying to make an analogy. So it's like saying, going to Black Lives Matter event then going to a white supremacist event. Yeah, pointless. It's like what? it's like well, you you're counteracting your argument yeah. here. If you want to be seen to be doing good, you have to also actually be doing good. You know? Yes, exactly. And I just I don't know. I, I love the part is when they drag them away and no one just spawns out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone was like some someone put on Twitter or TikTok the other day. It was like. What is making me laugh is the fact that they kind of tag team each other. So, yeah, one person gets shoot, shoot. like subbed out, <laughs> and then the other one's like, "Right, my turn now. I'll do this shift." The thing is, they're all older generation, and the argument is, "I want a future for my kids." Global warming happens anyway. Lovely. It's just slightly faster than we expected. But also, as you said before, you stopping the cars on the road 
is going to cause global warming even faster because these idle cars are putting emissions into the atmosphere. And doing fuck all work, yeah. Whereas if you just allowed them to get through, they'd be at the destination that they need to be quicker, they'd stop their car quicker, less emissions. Any, you know what I'm saying? And there's, there's, a, <laughs> and there's a fucking pe- mate, petrol as well. Let's talk about petrol. Oh my god, that was crazy. Stop crazy, see the prices. The prices are now crazy, but at the time when there was the petrol shortage or whatever it was, there was no, there was no shortage. There was no shortage of petrol. It's just scaremongering. Someone said it, and then everyone's it spread like wildfire. Honest to God, when I went because I actually need petrol for driving and stuff. When I went to the pumps, it was all older people, people that indoctrinated by the fucking news. I promise you. Like, look, this is this is gonna go way left now, yeah. Look what happened with fucking Biden. The geezers are Mongol. Told you Trump. I told you Trump back then. I'm telling you now, Trump is going to run again and going to fucking win because you let Biden come in and he's a Mongol. Why are you talking to me about letting Biden go? I'm not American. This one leading to everyone on the older generation and these world people of our age. They don't have a fucking clue. Fuming. Well, on that happy note, um, don't cunts. I, th- I think I've said everything I need to say. I'm in the wrong generation. That's my final take. Ain't it? I don't. I've got no comment. You're in a medium generation. I can deal with that. Fucking shit. But yeah, um, as we said at the start, you know, we have been away for a while, but shit happens and... We're getting YouTube videos. Yeah, we'll be starting YouTube videos. They're not going to be very good to start off with. Um, So just let us know what kind of things you want us to do, what kind of things you want to see. I'll happily sit there and rant. Got a lot of shit to rant about. Um... You know, th- there might be some like challenges, or <laughs> I'm trying to just deflect. <laughs> I'm really just trying to deflect from everything that he says. Um, but yeah, just let us know what kind of things you want us to do, and also please subscribe, um, like, share. listen, share the video, no, share no, the no, podcast. Don't listen, actually. Don't don't waste your time. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't waste this time. Now, to be fair, yeah, uh, like, share, subscribe, hit the bell button because that's the thing now. Oh yeah, we have to we have to say that. Don't we, we need a hundred subs so we start getting fucking paid. You're right. So please, please, um, yeah, cool. Um, Dave Chappelle. I don't feel anything wrong. I think he just put more eyes onto the issue. Justice for Dave Chappelle. <laughs> I've come here to negotiate the release of Dave Chappelle. Instead, <laughs> um, Britain wankers. And yeah. And stay safe, especially in Halloween, yeah. New Year, Christmas season. Especially girls as well. Yeah. I feel bad because you've had COVID, yeah? And you've had like, people going back to uni and stuff. And it's just been really And now this is like Your really first time in uni, first time going out after COVID, and you've got fucking nutbags that can't talk, talk to girls, drugging them. Yeah. Shit. So just, you know, everyone just be wary and just stay safe. And, and also, girls, I know it's very, very small number of girls, stop groping lads. I know that as well. Thank you. Just everyone be nice to each other. Just yeah. don't be fucking weird. You know what annoys me as well? You know when people are like, sorry, you know when people are like, ah, oh, put on Twitter. Oh, I'm 80 days drug free slash alcohol free. I'm so happy. Well done for being normal. Bye. Bye, everyone.